deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of. One that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. I'm your host, Alec Moppa. <laughs> I'm the only one here this week. Lottie Love is making her movie. She's going to be a movie star, and I hope she's still nice to me after she's famous. Because I've seen a lot of people in Los Angeles become famous, and sometimes they're nice, and sometimes they're not. <laughs> Luckily, I have a lot of famous friends who are really, really cool. I was working on the Disney lot one time, and uh, I saw my friend who's an actress I did a play with in D.C. years ago, and it was Nicole Ari Parker, who, you know, is married to Boris Kojo. And I, I rolled down my window. I said, Nicole, hey, hi, it's me, Alec Mappa. And she said, Alec, I know who you are. <laughs> Look, I remember you, dum-dum. I don't know what it is about me that makes think people will not remember me. Like, obviously, you have me confused with some other gay Filipino psychopath. But um, <laughs> I think that's my own Asian modesty in play. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. If you're listening as a return listener, Thank you. Thank you. We're so grateful that you tune in and listen to our shenanigans week after week after week because this is Thanksgiving week. This episode's going to be a little different. It's going to be a little shorter. It's Thanksgiving week. It's Monday of Thanksgiving week. Are you someplace? Are you away? Are you visiting? Are you trapped in someplace? Well, you have us. You have the Squirrel Friends here to talk about all things Drag Race, to talk about all things LGBTQ, to talk about all the freaky stuff you might not be able to talk about to your relatives <laughs> at your Thanksgiving table. I'm going to see my own relatives this Thanksgiving holiday. Every year, I go to my husband's family. They are Cajun, which means they're from Louisiana, and they love to eat. So they're a lot like Filipinos. <laughs> And I love them. They've taken me into their hearts and homes. My husband and I have been married for 20 years. So it's been our Thanksgiving tradition year after year after year. My son goes with us. He's been going, attending uh, Thanksgiving ever since we adopted him when he was five years old. So it's always a lot of fun. Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday because it's all about eating. It's all about eating and it's all about gratitude. Um, Are you practicing gratitude? There's so much to be grateful for. I'm grateful that I'm doing this podcast. I'm grateful that I get to do what I love for a living. I'm so lucky. I am grateful for the health 
of everybody in my family. We did have a minor health scare with my niece this year. She was diagnosed with leukemia and had to undergo radiation treatment. And she's only 11 years old. And she has Down syndrome, and she's everybody's favorite kid in our family. Like, we genuinely love her. She's our favorite niece. She's she's so lovable and so authentic. And we had a big scare this year. And I don't know if you've ever been through an illness in your family, but, like, when that happens, your whole life stops, doesn't it? When somebody in your family is sick, your whole life stops. And that's basically what happened to us. But... You know, we have the kind of tight-knit family that everybody was like, what can I do? How can I help? And they really kind of saw everybody pull together. That's what our family does. And so I'm super, super grateful for that. And um, not everybody has that safe place. Not everybody has people that they can depend on. But you know what? You can depend on us here at Squirrel Friends. We're going to be here every week talking about RuPaul's Drag Race, talking about Lonnie Love's showbiz career, and talking about, of course, what I'm up to. You know, because I do stuff too. Usually this time of year, I did a very famous Thanksgiving episode of Friends. The film is so long ago, you guys. But my line on Friends was in the Thanksgiving episode, you find out that I am the housekeeper that's sleeping with Chandler's dad. And I had one line on the show where I say, more turkey, Mr. Chandler. Google it. Anyway, that comes out as a meme every year. More turkey, Mr. Chandler. People tweet it. People send it to me. So I wish you that as well. (laughs) your friend from friends is a squirrel friend speaking to you right now saying more turkey mr chandler so for this episode we wanted to look at what we are thankful for and i'm thankful for lonnie i'm thankful for all the sound effects that our (laughs) producer ross put together it's just you know it's I'm so glad that I was able to drag the technical team down to my level for this podcast. Because you know how much I love farts? Farts. Uh, The shade rattle. Horns. And so on. And it just cracks me up to no end. We had one episode this year where Lonnie was talking about being a Girl Scout or we'd use a Girl Scout growing up in Detroit. And there was a sound effects cue for her entire journey, for fishing, for starting a campfire. It was it was just genius. So I'm so thankful for that. Thank you, Ross. I'm thankful for Jonathan, our other producer who puts together this outline for our, our show every week. I'm thankful for everybody at MTV, Heather and Bill and Ross, and everybody who worked so hard to make this podcast the best it could possibly be. And I love doing this podcast every week with Lonnie, We get the chance to talk about some of the most amazing queens from RuPaul's Drag Race and bring those conversations to you. In today's episode, we are going to share some of our favorite moments from our recent interviews with Drag Race queens. So you could listen to it. So you could escape whatever madness is taking place at your Thanksgiving house right now. (laughs) I can only imagine. Sometimes I've had Thanksgivings with my family where I've just retreated to the car And smoked a pack of cigarettes and went, okay, I just need to cool down. I wanted to make sure, take this minute to tell you, if you're not watching Canada's Drag Race, you're missing out. Because coming up, we have Canada versus the world. It's airing right now on Crave in Canada and WOW Presents Plus everywhere else. Canada versus the world. Listen to this cast. It's an international cast. I don't know if you've watched Canada Drag Race before. I'm obsessed with all the other franchises, by the way, particularly Drag Race Philippines. Oh, my God. If you haven't watched Drag Race Philippines, do yourself a favor. It's like hanging out with Filipinos. (laughs) 
And I know personally how much fun that is. The cast for Canada versus the world features Anita Wiglet from Down Under Season 1, Raja O'Hara from Season 9 and All-Star 6, Silky Nutmeg Ganache, Season 9 and All-Star 6. Do you remember when she like killed every single lip sync in All-Star 6? That was absolutely bananas. Vanity Milan from UK Season 3, Rita Baga from Canada Season 1, Stephanie Prince from Canada Season 2, Kendall Gender from Canada Season 2, and Isis Couture, winner of Canada Season 2. If you want to see some of the best drag queens from the great white north and from around the world, don't forget to watch Canada versus the world. Okay. Here's where we get to talk about the queens who have visited Squirrel Friends this year. And it was really, really great. Kind of like just meeting these queens and discovering how extraordinary they are. IRL, which means in real life. So first up is Jada Essence Hall. My crush. Remember, I'm so in love with her. She told us about her experience on All Star 7. But she spent some of that time really talking about the inspiration behind some of her outfits. That being, she wanted to pay homage. <laughs> I mispronounced that. She wanted to pay homage. How's that? Homage. Alec, nobody says homage. It's homage, Simpson. Did you have a stroke? You can't talk. That being said, she wanted to pay homage to late black Hollywood icons who came before her paved the way for so many. She was really conscious of that. She really wanted to bring that to her drag race runway. Take a listen. Okay, I have you here, so I have to fangirl. Go ahead. The other look that your finale I'm look living. That, that Josephine Baker silver <laughs> yes. oh, my God, with the with the short oh. wig. Come and on. I'm not a fan of short oh. wigs, but you were so like I got I'm I'm so gay, I just got goosebumps thinking about it. That was beautiful. Thank you. And you yeah. know what? Like it was it was so crazy because in my mind when I did the finale of season 13, it wasn't the same dress, but that was the kind of moment that I want to pay homage to. I'm like, I think about about, even if it's reality TV, I'm like just mm-hmm. thinking about the doors to be in television and be in entertainment that like black entertainers like have laid a pathway before me. Come and on, some of, and I'm like I'm literally in places that they were not even able to go through the front door of, mm-hmm. where they were able to win a if they were able to win awards, you won an award and had to get ushered through the kitchen. Yes. And so I was like, when I was in my mind, I was like, if I'm able to be at the finale, if I win, I want my moment to be like an, a moment that honors all of those people who were not able to be proudly on that stage and just oh. like celebrate it and. So so we end up taking a different route for the finale. And I was like, no matter what we do, I'm like, I have to give this moment, like this super like moment for like all the elegance of like black Hollywood, all the mm-hmm. people who weren't able to be celebrated. And mm-hmm. so me and Joshua, and we like talked about it and like, I don't, I don't know exactly what I want it to be, but I want it to be this. And then we like went back and forth and I was like, well, I've always also wanted to like have like this beat it moment. Cause when I used to do the pageants back in the days, a bitch was broke, uh-huh. um, <laughs> broke, like a yeah. broke down, like a used car. And so I could never afford like a fringe gown. And like we talked about it and we like talked about the elegance of like Josephine Baker. And yes. like, do you know that that man, I went to assuming that there was going to be the fitting. And when I got there, he told me, he's like, yeah, for the way that I want the dress to fit you, there's no way that we can do the fitting. I have not made anything for this dress yet. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, I have to leave soon. He literally, I put on my shoes and my body and everything, and he uh-huh. built that dress on my body. What? 
It's so beautiful. Yeah, it was, I could not believe, I was like, what? Yeah, we couldn't get over it. Okay, squirrel friends, hang on just a minute. We have to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more favorite moments after this. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day, I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. We're back, and better than ever. You want to know why? Next up, the dancing queen herself, Alyssa Edwards. Now, Alyssa talked about a lot, but what stood out to me was her love for her grandmother how special her grandmother was to her. Growing up as a gay kid in the South can be hard, but when you have someone who loves, supports, and pushes you to be your true self, and we all need that one person, it can take you places. Take a listen. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about Mesquite, Texas. I've been to Paris, Texas. Uh, it's home of the rodeo, oh. and it's home of okay. the barbecue. And now Alyssa Edwards. <laughs> yes, so yes. But my question is, was it hard to grow up as Alyssa Edwards in Mesquite, Texas? What's it like for LGBTQ people there? I went to West Mesquite High School, home of the Fighting Wranglers. Mm-hmm. So we'll that start there. You know. Yeah, that okay. lets you know right there. Right, Lonnie, that lets you know right there. So I, I will say, though, I, I had it not nearly as bad because I made a promise to myself. I was all, always, all, I know this is going to be hard to believe, but I was a shy, introverted little kid. And it's not hard to believe. <laughs> but the, no, the but because well, it's like as queer kids, we grow up in our imagination. Yes. Because the world is so hard on us that we kind of like grow up seeing all the colors in our head, all the glitter in our head. It's an inner journey that grows out. Absolutely. And you know, well, no, that is absolutely correct. And we mm-hmm. also, we come to reality with who we are. 
And I mm -hmm. realized very quickly, okay, there's really no one else like me. So here's the thing. I didn't want any trouble with anybody. So I just stuck to myself mm. and I, okay. I minded my own business. I went to my classes. I made good grades. And, you know, at that point, I had an interesting dynamic with my father. He was very masculine. Mm. He believes yeah. boys wear blue, girls wear pink. And then there's me, his first son. And it, mm -hmm. it just, it, it, oh. it was very hard with us to understand one another. But mm -hmm. I, I lucked out because I had a mother, uh, a father, an aunt, an uncle all rolled into one. And that was my granny, Miss Mary Ann. And okay. she, she moved me in and the older I got and, uh, you know, I could be my authentic self with her. And with Miss oh, Mary Ann, Miss Mary Ann, my granny. Oh my gosh. Oh. And she was fabulous. And she's the definition of a fierce Southern woman. I mean, yes. the hair was always coiffed, mm -hmm. the nails were done and she always had a rouge on and we went to we would go to sunday school at the west mesquite baptist church every sunday i loved it i i, I those are some of my fondest memories as a child yes. i remember my grandmother taking me to my very first jazz class and so i i'm very fortunate it's a blessing that i had a granny yeah. you know that was you in my just corner. You can't, squirrel friends you can't see this but as she's talking about a granny you literally lit up like a light bulb you I are know. glowing that that's you your love for her is so apparent truly the breakout star of my life and <sighs> my hero and you know i remember like i said with the four sisters they polished their nails i wanted to polish mine and right. my dad wasn't having no part of it but my exactly. granny was so yeah. i could polish her nails but nonetheless mesquite just really is the quintessential Texas small yeah. town. Okay. Right, and right. Um, this was at a time, you know, before we had a handheld remote to the world, before we had people like myself on television. Mm -hmm. Right. And I just slid by I, and I did the very best that I could do. With, uh -huh. I didn't want to be noticed. So when this all came about for me to go on Drag Race and now the whole world is going to know that I do drag, mm -hmm. I remember my grandmother given me the courage to stand up and be a leader yes. and be a, the trendsetter and be that person that said, don't, you're not, you're not Justin, you were not born to blend in. You were born to stand out. Yes. Oh, and that's that. your gift. And so I'll never forget. I walked into the studio, the season five promo dropped and it was quiet. All the parents are sitting in the lobby. Mm -hmm. And of your dance studio, uh, my dance school beyond okay. belief. And I walked in and I said, well, hello, everyone. And everyone just kind of shook their heads like, we sing. Mm -hmm. I mean, the mesquite, it was all in the mesquite news. Right. <laughs> Uh-oh. I mean, mind you, I had had a dance company on America's Got Talent in the right. top 25 mm -hmm. two years before that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh. So, oh, yeah. And I've seen so, the clips. Um, They're on the YouTubes. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. and well, I had, I just had, you know, my little kids were on it this mm -hmm. last season, Aww. right? But go back to season three, mm -hmm. my studio was on there with my older kids. Oh, okay. And I remember, I remember when they asked me, Justin, can we get you coaching the kids? I said, I don't want to be on TV. I'm too nervous. And I, I, I'm going to mess this up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, um, the parents, the feedback was overwhelming with how Okay, positive. good. That was my question. The right. Yes. I want to know why the parents oh, I, were I, with I, them. Oh, I got the emails just started coming in. And I remember sitting oh. at my desk. And I was so emotional. And I, I got a parent email from one of the fathers. Mm -hmm. And he was like, Justin, I want you to know that I'm so very thankful and grateful that my daughters get to study under someone mm -hmm. that is so gifted and so talented. And I just... I just 
Oh, oh I, I, I remember this like it was yesterday. And I, I sat there going, how did this happen to me? And I, I remember my grandmother saying like, look, oh. you, you were destined for this life that yep. you don't even know. And mm-hmm. I, I just, I, 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 I was so grateful. And so that's a blessing. That's a blessing, Alec, that, you know what, Mesquite accepted me. Mm-hmm. And not only did they accept me, but at this point in my life, they began to celebrate me. And, yes. um, right. and that's the win. That is the win. And then we watched it all on TV and giggled. Asia O'Hara was a fantastic guest. Now this clip, I was absent for this interview, but it was one of my favorite conversations of the year. Lonnie Love talked with Asia O'Hara about drag pageants, the infamous butterfly reveal, but the part that stuck out the most was an analogy Asia gave towards the end of the episode that really spoke to Lonnie and hopefully to a lot of you. Here comes Asia O'Hara with the wisdom of the ages. You know, on this show, our main message is to show queens love and to be nice to them on social media and in person and at performances because the queens, you all work so hard. And you've spoken about racism that you've received in the past from fans. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, you know, I... It is very prevalent. I mean, you can ask any queen of color and they're going to tell you they've had experiences with it. The thing, you know, a drag race is reality competition. And with people with reality competition, they have their favorites. Right. But having a favorite almost always means they have someone that they feel like they have to hate. Yeah. And it it just snowballs and, and it becomes, you know a never ending kind of back and forth tennis game of hate. And I, and I think a lot of times when people, if they have a favorite and you lip sync against that favorite and they go home or whatnot, and people want to hurt you, the first thing they go to a lot of times is where can I hit them below the belt? What can I do that? I know it's going to sting. And a lot of times it's a racist remark. I do think, you know, a big part of it is, with social media now, you know, when, when I was a kid, you couldn't talk or touch to or get close to, you know, someone that had been on television. Like the closest yeah. you could get would maybe be in the third row of a concert or something. So you you yeah. had you didn't have the opportunity to talk. And, and social media has given us a lot of great things. But one of the things it has given us is a platform for people that harbor hatred and racism. And so Drag Race is just another place that it lives. Definitely. I mean, and believe me, it happens in all forms, Asia. I was on a show you know the real and I was always the one you know they like you said it's got to be a villain it's got to be somebody that's you know they want drama and and it's like when we started the show we started right at the cusp of social media when it became this big social media thing Mm -hmm. and I really didn't understand it and you think you know I'm out here presenting my talent and here these people are saying these bad nasty things And it made me stronger. It made me have to put up a shield. And also, I know that block button real well. (laughs) (laughs) But it also made me keep going because you, Asia, you deserve to be where you are. You work hard. You have a great talent. You deserve to be there. And it's people like you and me who use our platforms and say, we're not going to let you because you have an issue with me. That's not my fault. That's your fault. 
You know exactly. what I mean? Absolutely. And I tell that to young people that you cannot allow these people to make you feel like you shouldn't be here or make you feel bad about who you are, you know, but we have to train them. And that's what we're trying to do. Even with this show, we, we are telling people, give respect to our queens, Absolutely. give love to our queens. Do you think it's gotten any better or has it gotten worse? I don't think it's gotten. I think people have just gotten a little smarter and a little quieter about the way that they go about things. Mm. And I, I mean, I think probably five years ago, someone might go on your post and make a racist comment about you. Now they'll go on their favorites post and make a racist comment about you because you're not you might not go on there and see it and block them. And then they have a better chance of finding people with a like minded thought process on someone else's post. So it's just it's gotten. But, you know, I um, I don't know. Sometimes I feel old when I think like this, but. I, a lot of us were, you know, we're, we're brought up to believe that we're all, you know, everybody's created equal. Yes. And I say, absolutely not dismantle <laughs> that belief system because we're not we're not all created equal. We're That's all right. created unique. <sighs> and I think that the constant quest for equality to a sense is great, but to a sense is, is a detriment to who you are as a person, because saying that we're all created equal is like saying an orchid is equal to a rose. Right. They're both right. beautiful flowers that grow in completely different environments. They need different things and they offer different layers of beauty to the world. And some people may gravitate towards roses and some may gravitate right. towards orchids, but that doesn't mean that a rose is the worst thing in the world. So oh. what we need to be doing as opposed to finding you know, a way to put ourselves on the same level as everyone else we need to be celebrating our differences we're not we're all created equal yes. to in a sense but but we're all created unique raja last but not least we spoke to this style icon raja everybody has really strong feelings about raja and lani and i are no exception she was on all star 7 which we basically said is the best drag race season that's ever been on drag race in the history of drag race But what struck me about this conversation was she was so vulnerable when telling stories about her family and the impact they've had on her as a person. In the episode we did with her, she kept that going and told us a story of her mom and how she helped her prepare and rehearse the traditional Balinese dance she performed on the show. Take a listen. It was. And I think the most profound thing, I I did share on Instagram a short video of myself rehearsing and getting some coaching from my mother who had spent oh. most of her young adult life and her youth as an Indonesian dancer studying under oh. Debbie Ja, who was like the Pavlova of Indonesian dance of the time. She was in film in like the 30s and the 40s here in Hollywood. So, you know, I had to get some coaching from her because she knew about these dances more than anyone else. And my mom was very, very ill at the time. Oh. And eventually she passed away in November and never got to see me on Drag Race. So so it was very important. It was important for me to share this moment with her because there was something inside of me that said, you know what, this is the last chance for me to do this. Mm. It was on my birthday. My family had prepared a meal for me and we'd all come over and I was like, okay, mom, I'm going to show you what I'm doing. And then she like, really, she literally coached me through the whole thing. She's like, no, 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 elbows up, bigger eyes. Shake your shoulders a little harder. No, that's a little, you got, you know, a little stronger here, a little push there. And, you know, in, you know, through, through her weakness oh. and her illness, she was able to like help me through it. And my whole family sat in the, in the den and watched me do it. And it was just, it was, it was profound. It was like some, it was an, oh my God, now I'm going to cry. Shit. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> You're I making mean, me cry. Because again. it's oh like, God. what a great way to honor her mm-hmm. and to kind of like 
bring her presence into drag race. Mm-hmm. Well, not you only know? that, it will last forever. forever. Like right. this is something that will be forever. So she lives on. Yeah, right. it's part of her right. legacy to you. Oh. Hang on, squirrel friends. We gotta take a quick break, but we'll be right back. Can I give you a real incentive to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I. And right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I want to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'll give you 65% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself. But we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs that have been tested and proven to work and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the app store to prove it. Body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy, delicious recipes. So stop guessing and start seeing results with Body. And I'll give you 65% off your annual membership right now so you save big on the app that CNN underscored named Best Fitness App. So don't wait. Sign up for a year of Body and save 65%. Just go to Body.com. That's Body with an I.com. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we're back. Listen, I hope you have a great holiday. I want to hear all about it. I really do. You know, I'm so grateful that you listen to us every week. But we here at Squirrel Friends, me and Lonnie, everybody here, we want to hear from you. And we want you to tip your queens on social media. And we want you to show them love. All right? We know that's in you. If you have a queen that you adore, tell them that on social media. There is so much divisive dialogue taking place in the world, uh, gosh, in this day and age. We don't need any more of it. So don't forget to tip your queens on social media with love. And if you have any questions for the queens, you can tweet us messages or send us messages on our socials. You can find Lonnie Love at Comic Lonnie Love on Instagram or at Lonnie Love on Twitter. You can find me at Alec Mappa on Instagram and Twitter. You can DM me. I read all of them, and I'll read your messages on the show. I will. Don't think I won't. Now, you can listen to Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this episode, make sure to rate and review us five stars, please. And tell a friend. You can catch up on past episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race and All Stars on Paramount Plus. 
And on Wild Presents Plus, you know, there will be a drag race show for you to watch every day of the week. Don't you worry about it. And again, happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. We love you and we're grateful for you. And we'll see you next week on the next Squirrel Friends. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 